All right, welcome to The Capitalist Investor, our very, very first episode of this new podcast. I'm Mark Tepper, joined by Derek Gabrielson. Hey, Mark, how are you doing today? I'm A-OK. Excellent. So uh, kind of uh, kind of excited to be Absolutely. kicking things off. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I think uh, probably the best way to, to go about getting this kicked off is just to really explain to all the listeners what this show is going to be about. Right. And from my perspective, this show is about two things. It's about capitalism and it's about investing. Right. Those two go hand in hand. So, you know, I'm a wealth manager. You're a wealth manager. We manage money for individual clients. We build out wealth management strategies, financial plans, investment strategies, all that stuff. But we're also entrepreneurs. Right. We're entrepreneurs. You know, we own our own our, our own wealth management practices and I'm incredibly passionate about capitalism. Absolutely, and that's that's something that really excited me about this topic is uh, to really kind of get a few more opinions into things rather than just go straight down the investments and uh, financial planning path. Um, you and I are both very passionate about, yeah. um, I think not only entrepreneur, uh, being an entrepreneur, but but this country, yeah, you know, right, and, and where the country's headed, absolutely, because it's it's scary, mm -hmm. right? And I think I'm probably I've always been passionate about capitalism, right? So I mean, th this goes back to um, so Derek and I we went to college together. Um, I had to wait tables to have enough money to to you know help to pay my college expenses. Yep. So going back to um, serving tables, right? I learned that the harder you worked, the more money you made. Absolutely. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, my wife and I have talked about this, and, and we agree that we want our kids, we've got three kids, we want them to experience that at some point in their lives, right? You do a crappy job, you get a crappy tip. You Absolutely. do a good job, you get a good tip. That was like kind of my intro to entrepreneurship, my intro to capitalism. I've loved it ever since, um, but I, I'm probably even more passionate about it today because there's this attack on capitalism, claims that it doesn't work, claims that, that it's broken. Um, the wealthy are evil, right? You're a bad person if you're successful, right? I mean, what a bunch of BS, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely crazy to me. And um, it, I got to tell you, it's great to wake up, to get out of bed every single morning and want to win. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that's the driving force behind it. It's exactly what it is, right? I mean, it, you want to wake up, you want to win, you want to feel good. That is a great thing. You know, what if you were told that you were going to wake up every single morning, you, you weren't going to lose, but you weren't going to win either. Yep. And you really what have a miserable life and really have no input as to what your life looks like. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're, you're going to be told exactly what you're going to do that day. Mm -hmm. It's awful. So, you know, that's kind of, you know, breaking down capitalism, um, you know, to its to its roots and, and using some examples that I think um, for those of you who, who don't completely understand what it is, I, hopefully that helps you to, to understand it a little more. Um, you know, this economy, this country was built on capitalism, right? Absolutely. It was built on capitalism. And that is why today we enjoy the highest standard of living in the world, right? Without question. I mean, socialism has failed everywhere. Everywhere. It does, it, does not, <laughs> it does not work, right? Um, it's capitalism that creates a strong economy, 
right? Uh, a strong economy helps our investments to grow, right? So that's why talking capitalism, talking the economy um, is all going to impact the performance of our portfolio, right? And, th and that's why I think all this stuff goes hand in hand. And it would be, um, you know, we would be completely missing the ball if this was just about investments, right? Right. You know, we need to make sure we tie in, uh, you know, what's really driving the economy here in the United States. Right. And I think it's important to look at, in which we will uh, through, through the series, uh, look at really, okay, well, if we kind of get rid of capitalism and, and move to uh, more of a democratic socialism, I believe is what they're, they're calling what it. They call it. Yeah. I'm not really clear on the difference. But, well, Bernie said he's a straight up socialist. Yeah. He's not beating around the bush. You know, Bernie, I, I give him credit for at least talking about what he believes in. Yeah. Uh, what he says. At least, at least he can do his math. Elizabeth Warren couldn't exactly. figure out the math. So that's why she's irrelevant now. Right. So, you know, looking at, at, at the argument from both sides, um, because it does, it directly impacts uh, our clients' investments, which is really what we want to get down to. But what what is really the uh, the driving force behind all these movements that we see in the market? Right. So uh, and we have a lot to talk about, which I know you're, you're going to run. Yeah. And this this is a um, it's a pivotal year. No. Right. Question. I mean, it's 2020. Um, from my perspective, this is not your normal election year. It is not <laughs> because the pendulum could swing in the complete opposite direction, which would drastically change what this country looks like, what the economy looks like, what future economic growth looks like. Um, and in a future show, we are we are going to examine uh, the impact on everyone's investment portfolios if we were to have a socialist president. So we're going to go through that. That's a pretty exciting show. You know, which uh, which investments would work, mm -hmm. which ones wouldn't. Um, but yes, I mean, the your portfolio will be significantly impacted. So it, it's a pivotal year. So, you know, on this show, um, throughout the series, we're going to be, you know, really covering lots of bases. So uh, we'll be talking about stock market trends, right? So we're going to try and keep all this stuff timely. We'll talk about the stock market. We're going to talk about investment megatrends, right? Those That's those key secular growth themes that if you get them right, if you can identify that secular growth theme, and then beyond that, if you can identify the leaders within that theme, you're going to be really happy. I mean, just think back 10 years ago, right? right? 10 years ago, had you known social media and, and the value of data that Facebook was, was really extracting from its users, they weren't charging for the platform at all. They still don't, but they extracted data, the value of that data, um, the audience they captured, the advertising revenue that, that, that they're generating. And then you have Twitter and then you have Snapchat and, and you've got all these different social media platforms. But 10 years ago, if you knew social media was the thing, if that was the key secular megatrend that you wanted to invest in, if you figured that out, you really could have picked any of them and you've done pretty well. Absolutely. No right? question about it. You can even go a little bit further back. Uh, Amazon, right? Yeah. Run. Um, 
I don't think anyone even really talks about it anymore, but, you know, they used to get made fun of for selling books online, right? Well, that's never going to work. Everyone wants to go to the store and, and see it and touch it and, and feel it, right? So that's never going to work. They're, they're shipping out books. Uh, they're taking a 25% loss for every book that they, that they ship out. Yep. You know, never going to work. Uh, the retail is always going to be king. Mm -hmm. And now you look 20 years later. Amazon's basically crippled retail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they've cri and, and just go. Let's go back to the bookstores. Yeah. I remember as a kid walking through the mall, which yeah. nobody goes to the malls anymore, right? I mean, they're just they're failing. Um, but you know, I remember going to the mall, and there were there was like Walden books. Mm -hmm. Do you remember those stores? Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They don't exist. It was right? a, it was a whole thing, right? Then they got bigger, and you could get coffee, and you could yeah. you know, read, you know, read. And I, I think the only place bookstores still exist where they can actually work is in airports. Yeah, I was going to say the that's airports. it. That's yeah. the only place, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we're going to talk mega trends. We're going to talk the economy. We're going to talk. Um, you know, capitalism versus socialism, all that stuff. So, you know, if at any point you have questions for us, if you have comments, if you agree, if you disagree, whatever it might be, feel free to shoot Derek and I an email. Uh, you can shoot it over to us at info at swpconnect.com. That's swpconnect.com. Shoot us an email and uh, we'd be happy to incorporate your questions, comments, debate, material, whatever it might be, into future shows. Absolutely. Always yep. happy to do that. Uh, if you'd ever be interested in uh, in debating us or talking with us on one of these episodes, that's great, too. Shoot us an email. We'll have a conversation, and we'll work on uh, on getting you on this. So, um, you know, Derek, for our you know, very, very first show here, mm -hmm. here it is. It's early February. We have the stock market at an all-time high. We have uh, coronavirus in the headlines. We've got uh, a mini trade deal with China, where the, the tariffs actually get cut on February 14th. We've got the Democratic primaries going on, you know, and we're just coming off a complete debacle in <laughs> Iowa, right? Man, yeah. That debacle was, is the only word to describe it. Yeah, I couldn't think of a better one, so. <laughs> um, you know, we've got socialist attacks coming at us left and right. So there's a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, we obviously we can't cover everything um, in our first podcast. So and maybe we just talk a little bit about the capitalism versus socialism debate. Yep. Kind of start off there. Um, you know, and I don't think we're going to go through and, and really, you know, give, give everyone a capitalism 101 education today. Right. But I think there's some things that, that kind of stand out to me that I'd like to talk with you about. So the first one, um, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's sad that we lost Kobe Bryant yes. not too long yes. ago and his daughter and everyone else that was on that helicopter, you know, mm -hmm. the, the baseball coach and, and his family and, and everyone else that we lost. Very, very sad. Um, but as that happened, all these quotes from Kobe started to come out. They started to resurface. Right. They were kind of under the radar in the past. Uh, but suddenly, you know, they're front and center again. And I'm reading some of these quotes and I'm like, this is some good stuff. It's incredible. What yeah, it really is. He was a leader. And so the one quote I want to read to you here, and I posted this on Twitter, Kobe said, I have nothing in common with lazy people who blame others for their lack of success. Great things come from hard work and perseverance. No excuses. That's capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Right. 
And that guy just embraced that every single day of his yeah. life. Like, Hardworking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't care if it's, you know, trying to better yourself in the sport that you're in, in the career that you're in, better yourself financially. It's that's one of the beautiful things about capitalism is you could be the worst athlete on your on your team and you could strive to become the best. You know, maybe it won't happen You know, <laughs> as an athlete. Right. You could be in the the, you know, amongst the lowest income earners in America. And you could break out of that. Mm-hmm. Right. You have an opportunity. And that is really what capitalism versus socialism is all about. So when you go back to its roots, you go back to, you know, the Declaration of Independence, right? You go back to Adam Smith, who wrote Wealth of Nations, you know, the whole invisible hand stuff, right? Free market system. Um, You go back to all that stuff. And what capitalism is really about is it's about equality of opportunity. There is equality. Right. right. But it is equality of opportunity. Socialism, on the other hand, is about equality of results, equality of outcome. And that's that's awful. It really is. And, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. And, you know, I've been having conversations with people about this. I think really the where the. The first problem is, is really just confusion about what it actually is, yep. what capitalism does versus uh, what more uh, a more socialist government uh, would lead to. But that's exactly right. And, and you can you can relate it to thousands of different things. But, you know, Kobe Bryant, for example, he loved basketball. Yep. He wanted to be the best basketball player ever. And he had the opportunity to do that. He did. And. And the results speak for themselves. Nothing was going to stop him from doing that. Yep. Um, Yeah, I was watching, you know, one of my guilty pleasures is uh, Pawn Stars. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. I've I've watched it once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, um, I like it because, you know, it's uh, kind of lets you shut your brain off for a little bit. But there's also a nice history component to it. Um, A couple couple days ago, one of the original Apple One computers what uh, was up for auction basically and he got got to take a look at it the guy wanted five hundred thousand dollars for one of these wow. things wow and it does nothing it, it still worked actually it was but it what's was, it do it like does add nothing. and subtract yeah, it was like a, <laughs> an apple logo built out of you know letters yeah but it looked like uh, basically a circuit board with a, a keyboard like welded to it and written out in, in black marker was it said apple one right yeah um but but those guys, you know, Steve Jobs and uh, Steve Wozniak, they weren't going to be stopped, right? And they had the opportunity to build a computer company literally in, in their garage. Yeah. Right? And that just, you're seeing that Apple One computer, um, and now, you know, compared to the iPhone these days, right? Yeah. And, and all the uh, beautiful Mac products they have out there. Uh, it just shows you, you can start from nothing and, and build, build something into a global power. So yeah. I thought that was a pretty, pretty cool example of kind of what it can, uh, what, what it can lead yeah. to. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so kind of getting back to this, this Kobe Bryant quote, right? I have nothing in common with lazy people who blame others for their lack of success. Great things come from hard work and perseverance, no excuses. So one thing that has just really been irritating me and getting under my skin is this ongoing conversation about income inequality. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. I'm all for it, 
right? You can. It'd be great if you know the the top one percent and the bottom one percent were a little bit closer. But I don't want the government to coerce me into giving my money away, right? Absolutely. Now, these same people who are, you know, just complaining nonstop about income inequality, what I've heard from them is my life is tough. I live paycheck to paycheck. I can't get ahead. I'm like, okay, well, you work one job? How many hours a week? 40. 40, right. That's the bare minimum, dude. <laughs> Come on. Like, you could work an extra 10 hours a week and you'd be ahead. You'd be getting ahead. You can do that. This is America. You have that opportunity. You the have a choice. You yeah. have a choice and you choose not to work. You would rather have the government take money from the top 10%, 20% and give it to you. It's just, it baffles me. Right? <laughs> Baffling is a great word for it. Yeah. No question. And another thing with regards to, to income inequality is, um, you know, some people complain that, you know, in, in whatever their whatever their field is, whatever their profession is, whatever they do for a living, um, that they're not getting paid enough. You know, and I know this is, you know, just theoretical and it's probably really hard to execute. But, you know, if you are let's just say working in a lumber yard as mm -hmm. an example, right? And you're bottom of the totem pole in that lumber yard and you think you're not getting paid enough. You and all the other people who are bottom of the totem pole, you have a choice. You could not work. You can not work until they pay you more. You can go somewhere else and you can try and make more money elsewhere. You have a choice, right? But they choose not to exercise it. Right. Right. And that, that's that's a huge part of the problem. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. And, and there are, you mentioned it and um, we'll definitely get into more detail in, in future shows. But capitalism also not perfect. Right. There's there's some things that can be approved upon for sure. Um, but again, hopefully we can kind of educate people out there about the real differences um, and about the shift of power. Yep. Right. Um, if, if you got rid of billionaires, you're still going to re replace them with the government, essentially. Yeah. It's just shifting the yeah. power. Yeah. And, and I mean, so let's assume all, all of the results are equal. Mm -hmm. Right. There's equality of results. Everyone lives in the same house. Everyone makes the same amount of money. OK. Who's going to work hard? No one. Where, where's the you? incentive to work? Why would you? Yeah. I mean, there's absolutely, <laughs> right? So what happens to our economic growth when, when nobody has an incentive to work? It's going to go straight down the toilet. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what's happened every time that it's been tried. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, not to mention the fact that in pretty much every socialist country, pretty much every single socialist country that's out there, they have this thing called the black market. <laughs> yep. And the black market is capitalism. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. It is. Because they hate socialism so much, they have their own black market capitalistic society. On right? The side, right. <laughs> you need a plumber to come to your house, but he can't come for six months. So you hire the guy as a moonlighter to come and fix your toilet today. Right. It's a black market. So <laughs> even the socialist countries. They want to have a capitalist society. Right. Right. So, all right. So, that's, uh, let's, let's wrap up for this show. Um, 
Hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you, you tune in next time. Thank you for joining us for our very first episode of The Capitalist Investor. Again, if you have questions, comments, debate topics, suggestions, whatever it might be, shoot us an email, info at swpconnect.com. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you next time.